Welcome to Sanctum. You're listening to The 100 Podcast, a show about CW sci-fi series, The 100. I'm Daniel Prime. Hallowed be his name. And today I'm joined by my one crew warrior, Olga. Hey everybody, today we're discussing Season 6, Episode 6, entitled Memento Mori. Yeah, you better remember that Mori. Uh, he's a nice boy. Anyway, <laughs> side note, yes. I'm still sick. You're still sick. I'm still it's miserable. A it's a Tuesday. <laughs> this is the only highlight of my day. Also, it is meltingly hot. It's in very here. warm. The I want to die. Dan wants to die. That Memento Mori. <laughs> That being said, uh, this is a both a video and audio podcast. If you want to watch us on video, youtube.com slash doing okay. If you want to listen to us on audio, go to podcast services around the globe and go to the100podcast.com. We have a subscribe thing there where it has all the ways you can listen to us in audio form. Every week, Tuesdays after the episodes, we do these first reaction podcasts where we give you go, what did we think of the episode? Blah, here are our first thoughts. And then later in the week on Sundays, we do a more advanced in-depth review where we read your feedback and we recap the whole thing and we have better thoughts than this probably. We will have better thoughts <laughs> because again, I am sick. And that is why I preface everything <laughs> I'm saying in this video with that. So what do you think of the episode? It was good. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, like, man, the stuff that I really wanted to get out of it, like mm. the, the Bellamy, mm. Josephine, uh, Murphy, Murphy yeah. stuff was really good. Yeah. Um, I think that was the highlight of the episode. That was definitely sure. the highlight of the episode. Yeah. And to me, the only like downside to that, to the episode really is how much time was given to shoehorn in. The shade had a stuff. Yeah, you weren't a fan of the shade. I had really stuff. wasn't. But before we get more into the shade had a stuff, which I do think we're going to be a little more negative about, let's talk about the stuff we liked. So I, I like you said, I think we both really liked how the Bellamy stuff went. Yeah. Um, I think specifically the like Murphy Bellamy back and forth. It almost reminded me of Game of Thrones when they just have like really good thing conversations where you're like, when is that, Dan? <laughs> Not in season eight. <laughs> well. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like the good Game of Thrones talks where you kind of understand both sides of it and they're yeah. sort of verbal sparring and like Murphy isn't necessarily likable. Like you're more emotionally on Bellamy's, Bellamy's side. side, but yeah. what Murphy's saying makes sense. Yeah. And I'm I'm still trying to think of like you know, they bring up Monty because again, Monty's mm. death is still very fresh for them. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what would Monty have wanted? Mm. Who would he have agreed with? But the big thing is what would Clark have wanted? Yeah. And honestly, I think they come to the right conclusion. conclusion and yeah. that's kind of what makes it hurt yeah. more and mm. makes it feel good yeah. because it hurts. I don't know. Yeah. I um, I'm interested to see what people think of Bellamy in this episode. Uh, as far as the fact that he was able to get to a calmer place. Because I know a lot of yeah. people obviously wanted him to go, like, full heart. Yeah. Uh, and, like, you know, they liked the whole thing of, like, I'm going to kill everybody because of Clark. I like that that was his first instinct. Yeah. Like, I like that we got to pass through that phase again. Mm -hmm. That it was hard for him mm -hmm. to turn that off. Yeah. That it felt like a real struggle mm -hmm. and and it was acted so well and it was done so well yeah but i i do like the fact that he 
decided yeah. not to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think it is the right choice yeah. for it. It's Again, it's not what Clark would have wanted. Mm-hmm. And it's more respectful of her, mm-hmm. even though it feels like, well, you're giving into what Josephine and Russell and these yeah. gross primes want. I do kind of think... I feel like a middle ground would have been nice if he if he killed Russell. Like obviously, I feel like I feel yeah. like he mainly didn't kill Russell because of we can't get rid of Russell at this point. Like, well, the whole <laughs> I I do think that Josephine bringing up yeah. Well, yeah, you want an eye for an eye, yeah. go get it. Like I don't care, yeah. Just kill my dad. It's yeah. fair. Um, and it's like, well, he doesn't want to play into yeah her hand either i do think honestly i think that move was her best move that she's done so far she has not been very smart (laughs) so far i I think that that was definitely her best move but yeah like sending jade after echo like i do i have to say (laughs) again i like it when they give echo stuff to do and yeah yeah, i was motivated by where's bellamy Mm -hmm. even so she was smart and i liked her um killing the guard yeah. or like giving him mercy yeah. like that that scene was good yeah i thought that the setting of the offering grow was cool yeah i so i think that for me if i was if i could change anything about this episode i might take the um stuff in the forest out as far as the uh octavia deal like push that they let like keep an episode with them not in it and give everything else a little bit more room to breathe yeah uh, i could only i mean like the only reason not to do that is yeah. for the time time <laughs> for the time sensitive nature of her hand yeah injury yeah slash I, I, aging yeah but i mean that's also just completely at the discretion of the writers how, that how quickly true. that spreads that is true <laughs> because it's basically like mm, it's not magic guys time it's time travel <laughs> we don't just have magic and now they're trees. going and also now we're going into a side quest of the anomaly <laughs> yeah well, which, to be clear i like all that stuff i, do too. I just think they they could have easily like saved it for next week and and Taking because right time. now we had we had that huge plot line with Bellamy, Josephine, Murphy. and Murphy, and then we also had the Raven Riker, and then we also had Echo on her thing, and, then and we, we also had Abby, Josephine, yeah, and then we had Shade Hedda, and then we also had the stuff in the forest. So it's just like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, whoa. When you yeah. put it like that, I'm yeah. like, whoa. And I just feel like the intensity and weight of everybody finding out that Clark yeah. died. Um, that could have been given a little bit more room to breathe. It would have been nice to sit with that a little bit more. Because I also, like, as much as I like the stuff with Bellamy and Murphy, I still feel like Bellamy changed a little quicker than I wanted him to. Like, just because of how they didn't have... I know. I just feel like they could have had a little bit more screen time before. They I think got a there. little bit more does yeah. make sense, but for me, it felt uh, I yeah. was okay with I, it. I mean, I can understand that. Like, that's totally open to interpretation. But. Um, I'm gonna give a compliment. Yeah. To the Raven Riker scene. Oh, you like the Raven Riker stuff? I did not like Raven <laughs> in the beginning of this episode. Okay, okay. Because... because I think she's being hypocritical. Yeah. The whole thing of. I have nothing to regret. I have mm. nothing that I can't do. It's like, you have done enough damage. Mm. Don't pretend like, oh, but you're okay with it. And that makes you a better person than Clark. Like, mm. I don't know. I just, I it, just don't understand. They're not writing her in a Her motivations. Yeah. But, yeah. but when she was with Riker and when he figured out that she knew, and yeah. it was just them facing off and him talking about what he does to honor mm-hmm. 
other people, I I like that scene. I feel yeah. like it made her more interesting. Yes, it's still along that wavelength of her being hypocritical. Yeah. But well, here's I'm just, a, I, I don't want to be angry at Raven all yeah, season. It's I, exhausting. I, it is exhausting. I, <clears throat> I agree with you. And the thing is, I think that what bothered me about that whole plot line is it was sort of like what I was saying about the Murphy thing where it's like, oh, Murphy's in the wrong, but I understand where he's coming. Or like, But he's saying the right things. Yeah. It was... It was Latin like a bad way where where I was like, oh, yeah, Raven has the moral high ground here. But I'm annoyed at her because she's totally self-righteous all the time and yeah. is saying ridiculous things. But yeah. I have to agree with her here because, yeah, he's not doing okay stuff. So I was a little frustrated because of the way they, yeah, they started out the whole thing with her being like, I've never done anything bad. Which yeah. straight up isn't true. Also, and, like, also, I just like can't get over her. Like... I can't get over her appearance. Yeah. I just can't. Well, I don't expl- know. explain it a little like, bit. She looks so glamorous. I know I brought it up on another video, but like her hair is very done in these like glamorous waves. She mm. has a bunch of foundation and like blush and this thick lipstick and like thick mascara. And I'm like, yeah, Raven looks good. Yeah. Li- you know, Lindsay, Lindsay looks Morgan good. Lindsay Morgan is very beautiful she looks beautiful this is not the show to make or the time it just feels very to make her looks exactly but no one else yeah it feels out of it feels a little out of place it looks just a little ridiculous i notice it every time yeah yeah it she just doesn't fit how anybody else looks and when she talks, it doesn't fit her character yeah, arc it, up to now. It feels like something's off. I, I don't know. I don't really is. understand what's I, off. To be clear, Raven is my favorite character for most of the series. Same. And I think that's I part of why Raven. we're so frustrated. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. this is not interesting enough for yeah. her. I do want to be clear. Like, I did like the stuff with Octavia and yeah. Yoza. And so let's let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, yeah. We So we definitively now know the old man is Gabriel. Shocking. And it's not Xavier. <laughs> I really don't think you it really, is. I think that, so you know what I found interesting is that they specifically, I felt like a very specific choice to have him say, you can't heal old age. Mm. Right? So that was interesting because because before that, when we were seeing the sap or whatever, we were like, oh, so maybe this is Gabriel's first host and he's been well, using this. I, I didn't think it was his first host because well, the whole idea was that it was like, Oh, you, he stopped drinking the Kool-Aid eventually. Well, yeah, that could happen after his first. Either okay. way, my point, point is, is it was his host for a while ago. Yeah. And the reason he's the old man is he's been using the sap or whatever to stay alive for a long time. Yeah. So it could still be Xavier. Um, it could, but I, I feel like they specifically were calling out like, oh, this isn't going to stop you from old age. So I still think Xavier, I think I still think Gabriel's in the anomaly. And in the center, potentially, yeah. of the spiral. And that's why... Um, that's why Xavier knows so much about Gabriel is because he's been the anomaly. Yes, maybe. Um, it's it's also I also find it fascinating the sort of mixture of like Gabriel has been very level headed this whole time, but then there's sort of a spiritual level to the like oh the ring His is calling you or whatever. Following, yeah. yeah. There are still certain things I don't understand, like if the time anomaly sends out these. Spirals. Spiral. Well, not the spirals, like what passed over Octavia. Yeah. Then like, how is it safe to travel into the anomaly? Mm. And why would Dioza risk doing that? Yeah. She might not risk doing that. And then it'll just be a, 
Xavier and Octavia mm-hmm. side quests. Well, I will say one of the things I really liked so far is that it's almost more about Xavier and Dioza than Xavier and Octavia. So they have subverted the whole like he's Lincoln. Yeah, that's um, so far so good on yeah. that. Um, how do you get that tattoo? Did it just show up on his body one day mm-hmm. or did he like imprinted on himself yeah. somehow mm. uh also i don't really just understand the whole like uh, the only reason this is related is because mm. xavier talks about it i don't really understand the whole nulls thing in the yeah sanctum so the only society thing, uh, that's one of those things where i feel like on rewatch and with research and stuff we'll be able to get it a little bit more but maybe but uh, my assumption with that was that the, if you're a null, it means you're not even a carrier of night blood. So there's no way your kids could have night that, blood. That makes sense. Um, and so therefore, like, because most people, they might have, well, not most people, but some, some people would have, like, only one of the recessive genes, but you need both of them to present night blood. But if yeah. you have one of them and another person is one of them, there's a chance. There's, but yeah. if you have both of it as the dominant trait, then... I mean, both red blood as the dominant trait, then there's no chance you can pass yeah. on. Is the whole blood. capital A, little yeah. A kind of deal yeah. that we had from our well, so genetic scripts? It's interesting because it's interesting because that sounds a lot like the stuff that Josephine was doing, which I thought they were saying they weren't doing. I thought that. so too, but maybe yeah. what they're saying is killing them instead of even leaving them in society yeah but it's interesting because they're like you can't have children it just felt like suddenly out of it again it's one of those things like this is what i was confused by yeah it's like out of nowhere oh it's way worse in this society even beyond just the like killing of people sacrifice like it's like suddenly there's a whole class system beyond system almost Yeah. yeah and i'm like Okay. And all the guards are... I just find it weird that we never would have heard Null before now. I know. I, yeah. Again, it just feels like a few, this little yeah. thing of being shoehorned. Um, Speaking of that, why don't we talk a little bit more about the Shadehead stuff? Yeah. Everything's very much put in a specific picture based on the fact that we saw the trailer at the beginning of the season. And that, that trailer goes so far into the season. Because like, cause like I, I think I would feel like the Shadehead of Thing was even more shoehorned in if I didn't know it was coming. Like, I don't, Literally, feel, that, like, I don't was, feel that bad about it because I knew it was coming, right? What was it? We see, we hear the first mention of Shadehead in episode three. Yeah. Now we're another three up and it's barely there. And it, mm. all it was was something spoken of. There were no visuals involved with that. Before. Yeah. We yeah. have only like, Eensy bits of Gaia and Maddie, mm-hmm. a full episode that doesn't even have them. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a huge episode where Shade had us taking over and also mm-hmm. there's a ritual and also Gaia is banished now. Mm-hmm. That that's a lot of ground to travel for something I honestly don't really care about. Yeah, I mean it's a lot it's a lot to get us to the point where Maddie's going to go off the reservation. Yeah. And and I guess the thing is it makes sense because they want to they want to have the uh, like the opposite ends of the spectrum where we get Bellamy, his arc for the episode is to yeah. decide we're not going to go kill them all. And then we have Maddie on the opposite end of the spectrum who's like, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to give in to my dark side because they killed Clark and they, I yeah. can't let that happen, like, let that go unpunished. And, and just to be clear, that dichotomy or that yeah. parallel, I'm a fan of. I just feel like maybe it'll be better in the next episode. Well, I think the actual... <sighs> The actual character of Shade had a 
just it, he gets his very one note and i guess the thing is that i i'm just like how are we so far into all the stuff with the flame and i still have like no idea honestly what the flame really does I mean, maybe people in the cons below will yell at me and be like we're not where it does and i'm like yeah but like until this i didn't know whether it was just the memories of the commanders were in there why did he suddenly be able to get rid of all the other commanders is it just plot armor because they can't show lexa and becca like it's like i don't and is he like literally going to take over? Is like, is are they like the Sanctum Drives? Is his entire essence in there? Or is it just like his memories and wisdom? So like, could he like actually take over the mind the way Josephine is taking over Clark's mind and they're mm. having subconscious battles? Is it the same sort of idea? Mm. Um, I, I mean, I guess that that's what's going on. That's not how I ever like read well, The Flame before I'll be now. honest, I don't, I don't think that's what it, I think yeah. the fact that he was like, almost embodying a physical presence in her vision mm -hmm. by the end that is the maximum that yeah. is the that is what they do it's like they can maybe like influence you or he can mm -hmm. influence you to your darkest mm -hmm. desires or your like darkest yeah. thoughts because that's his darkest thoughts so he is like taking over in the sense of obscuring yeah. any good around you or any other things that other commanders could say yeah well, it's also just, yeah. I'm just like, what is, in a world where the commanders are born from killing each other, what does a dark commander mean? Also, like, the fact that we've never heard of him before this season. So that's, that's the thing and that like, makes him goofy to yeah. me. Like, first of all, he reminds me of that, like, it was Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know Star Wars, but yeah. all I know is that guy looks like a dystopic, like, yeah. Woodsy Emperor Palpatine, yeah. like that's instead of space, it's yeah. like well, arguably we and, are in space. And but, he you looks know. he looks too young to be Cadigan, right? Everybody thought yeah. it was going to be Cadigan, and that's how. We also, were... he like killed his own mentor who yeah. kept him in chains. I I don't, I just I I don't find it that compelling. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with finding like Maddie compelling, but when you partner her with someone who's goofy, yeah. Well, I mean, maybe honestly, wouldn't it have been more interesting for Maddie to just actually go off the reservation without any sort of thing pushing her or just having it be a character moment as opposed yeah. to a, a plot thing. I mean, it's a mixture of both of me, so this is the way they can bring it to the nth degree. But uh, I yeah. just, I, I don't know. I just wish Shade Hedda was more interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying, I just mean the introduction of it. Yeah. Like, he looked kind of freaky in a mirror, and then they let him talk yeah. to her for a little too long. Mm. Uh, that said, that whole, like, conference room, I do think that the idea of, like, consulting with the commanders yeah. was brought up in the flame. Mm -hmm. So... Well, yeah, but again, I thought that that was much more of like you get... They present a memory yeah, of theirs. You get little yeah. bits and pieces in your sleep, which actually, now that I think about that, we had heard before that Lexa woke, woke up from her dream or whatever, so we knew sleep was important, so mm -hmm. I should have been able to call that, that, that when Clark, when Josephine finally went to sleep, that's when she let Clark back and, in. And frankly, the fact that... That's what Ma Maddie is screaming in this episode yeah. during a nightmare was slash during sleep first. That could set it up well. As they well. also definitely made uh, mention of like, oh, she's still like, you know, the whole thing being seen with Murphy where she's like, you don't see sleep for the first few nights. With yeah. The the, the, well, that, then the question becomes, does every prime have this experience yeah. or is Clark special? Yeah, it's a little unclear because... Obviously, the Riker, you have a whole thing about Riker trying to like remember honor, everyone and honor yeah. them. So, is he seeing all of them floating around in his head? Or, like, I don't know. Or, I guess it would be just the person he's currently 
I I feel like and we might we might considering we already saw the trailer for yeah. next week and we know that the original Josephine, the mm-hmm. true Josephine Prime mm-hmm. and Clark kind of face off yeah. that maybe we'll get an answer to that. Yeah. Josephine saying like I've won in the past and mm-hmm. I'll win now yeah. or whatever. Um so yeah. maybe that the idea is they stop themselves from sleeping for a long time until they've like acclimated so that way they're able to to overcome maybe their honestly or well, the, the only thing i read it as yeah. was the brain being so wired up of accepting yeah. a new consciousness mm. and accepting a new mind drive yeah. that it just doesn't let you sleep yeah. i really did just read it at face yeah. value honestly to bring a little bit more positivity into our recap <laughs> i have to say i think i did like the abby and josephine scene where she was pretending to be clark yeah it didn't go the way i thought it would but i think that really it, well i didn't think in general i guess i should i'm and i'm a slow learner about how josephine's tactics but i didn't think she'd say like she'd give so much away so quickly she like plays her hand very like yeah she didn't give away that she was clark yeah but she basically said everything else right yeah so, but she saved um, herself there a few times in yeah. a convincing way and i mean yeah. yeah she followed the whole trajectory of the plan that was like the first thing we saw of with, josephine with murphy yeah, yeah no, no, but the be, way she did it was well yeah, done. Yeah, to be clear, I'm not saying it was bad. I didn't expect her to do that. I think that she did do there was, this was an example of her doing a good job and yeah. learning, actually paying attention to her coach. Yeah. Um, it was just I didn't I thought it was gonna be a lot more like sneaky and instead it was more emotionally 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 manipulative yeah. than it was like hiding certain pieces of information and stuff. Which like I that. think is a good idea. Yeah. Considering now like, Raven knows, Amari knows, mm-hmm. Echo knows. Yeah. Like every everybody knows. The only yeah. thing some people didn't know was, was that Clark. Clark was dead. Yeah. So dead. I also speaking, I mean, since you brought that up, I, I had mentioned that it would have been nice to get a little more time and breathing room with everybody finding it out. Yeah. I, I do I do think it was kind of a missed opportunity not to show how impactful Clark was on the rest of the, and like we spent this whole first half of the season with everybody shitting on Clark it would have been nice to have them go around yeah and like You're and right. like spot like because I feel like it was very like understandably to a certain degree it was very much on like Maddie and Bellamy yeah but you could have had more before Maddie came down like had them all have like a tough talk and then Maddie comes yeah. down and it's like the final hit to the to the gut I, I feel like seeing like really seeing how Raven feels about that and how mean she was, and now Clark's gone. Raven's and... not even in the scene because she went up with Abby. Oh yeah, okay. So, so frankly, and yeah. so frankly, yeah. not everyone knows yet. Yeah, but like I guess why like, would Raven help them turn uh, more people into Nightbloods also if she is so disapproving yeah. of Riker? Like I have a hard time seeing how. They got her on board with How that. Abby's going to get her on yeah. board with this. Okay. Now Murphy's not like manipulating the same way. It would have been nice to see a little bit more of how Murphy feels about it. Uh, like yeah. Echo feeling bad for, like Echo was fine because Echo and Clark never really that connected. And I guess Amori and Clark, whenever, uh, this is the problem is that when, if your main character dies, more people should be upset about <laughs> like there i think it like kind of betrays the the lack of connection between but bellamy a lot of these cried. yeah that's the thing i'm bellamy did a very good job and yeah. and obviously maddie cares a lot and abby cares but yeah like you want to believe that they are despite it all a family like everybody yeah. right and it doesn't feel that way yeah i agree with yeah, you like... i agree with you it was it was really more just like 
here are some people who are shocked. Yeah. Here's some people who already had time to process it. Yeah. And, 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 and here's Maddie uh, dealing with Shade Hedda as yeah. well as Revenge. So yeah. And and again, maybe they will. They still have time to do stuff like that. But at this point now, like we definitively know they, Clark isn't dead. Which so also, like, like <laughs> guys, I, I truly don't know if anyone. There were people who legitimately believe she was dead. I don't. I, mean, I don't know who yeah. they were, but it seems like they existed. Then they would not be on our videos because we have made fun of you in the past. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It, I... You know, what was interesting actually was until we saw the the next episode on. I wasn't sure if it was Josephine waking up in Clark's memories. You know uh, what I'm saying? Like, Because okay. until we saw that, I was like, oh, she woke up. And is it Josephine in Clark's body, in Clark's like tangled web of subconscious? Right. Or is it Clark waking up? And But then the fact that we saw the next episode on and it showed Josephine Prime. Yeah, I just, I don't know. To a certain degree, I feel like they were in a no-win situation, right? Because... You don't want to drag it out too long that she's actually alive because most people will believe that she's still alive and yeah. and it's not like, oh, she's still alive. But at the same time, you don't want to like immediately cut out the tension of uh, completely. Of mor- that's yeah. the, it. We're mourning her. Yeah. Bellamy's mourning. Yeah. Uh, Maddie's on the path of vengeance. Yeah. Oh, and look, Clark. Yeah, is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you want you want you want to space that out a little bit. I, I think that they. I think honestly, they did the best they could with it. Yeah. Because I I think two episodes. If they had gone even longer, it would have been kind of silly. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that it was she finally went to sleep, and that ties in with what we've seen in the past with the flame and everything. So yeah. So ultimately, I mean, I'm just excited to see Clark versus Josephine next week. Yeah. Um, is there any last thing you want to mention before we end out? Yes, I, I have one last thing. Oh, um, one more thing. Congratulations to Bob and Eliza. Because tying in the knot. They got married. They yeah. got secret married after their secret relationship. Yeah. Do you know, guys know that we're secretly dating? I don't know if you knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, we're keeping it. Real, we're keeping real tight <laughs> lipped on that. We're also secretly divorced, guys, but we, we've made it work. Yeah, we're still living together. <laughs> Adopted five children. Yeah. It's, it's it's going well. <laughs> but super great for them. Yeah. Hope, hope their life goes well. Hope everything works out. Um, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of fans are super excited about People are, it. I honestly, yeah. someone, I was scrolling through Twitter and someone was like, do you ever stop during your day and go, they're married? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do. And I was on a trip this weekend. Yeah. And even while I was like enjoying the sights and yeah. I kept going, they're married. <laughs> they're married. Yeah. Congratulations. It's crazy. It's I mean, crazy. I really didn't believe it for like a significant period until I- thought I, they got hacked. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. That, I mean, it's crazy. It's, good for it's them. It's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Um, so now that we've established that it's good. It is uh, good. So if you guys want to keep the conversation going, talk to us more about this episode, Bob and Eliza tying the knot, any of that stuff, you can either follow us at The 100 Podcast over on Twitter. You can email us at The100Pod at gmail.com. You can, what else can they do? They can uh, go to our website. Oh, or comment down below with that comments. Um, and we'll do, we'll do we'll do feedback this week, assuming, we assuming my girl over here I, I, is okay. I will try. <laughs> I will try. Yes. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for watching slash listening. And may we meet again. May we meet again.